You're listening to the Model Body Podcast with your host, Terry Goodlad. Aha, welcome back to the Model Body Podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad, your host. Uh, I have a very beautiful, very now now redhead, yes. but very beautiful Stephanie Billings with Hi. me today. You're uh, you've made the trip to Vegas. You got in yesterday, yeah, is that yeah, right? Yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah. and then it was a I great fight. Picked you up bright and early this morning. You did I said I wanted an eight o'clock call time? I was th- I thought I'm going to let you sleep in, and I said eight o'clock, and yeah, then you said, like, "Can it be later?" <laughs> <laughs> I am so not a morning person. Really? At all? No, really? I'm a night owl and. I typically sleep till like seven thirty eight, and that's my typical wake up time. Oh my gosh, really? I know. Okay. Yes. See, yeah. I'm one of those get up at four thirty or five o'clock in oh, the morning guys. Uh-uh. I did that for almost a decade working in healthcare, and the minute that I stopped working in healthcare, in. that went out the window. <laughs> I was like, no. Well, it's again. keeping you young and beautiful. I'm I appreciate th- that. Yeah, there I think you go. It's doing there good for me, right? Now Vegas is uh, a far cry from Seattle in the winter time. I lived up in the Pacific Northwest. You I know did. what it's like. It's just gray and yes. rainy and like that. We have actually had a ton of sunshine this fall really absolutely it has been such a huge dichotomy of difference than it was in previous years i mean this really? is like the most sunshine i think we've had in you know october november december and i mean the rain hasn't honestly been too bad but you know the hardest part is 8 a.m sunrise <laughs> 4 p.m sunset <laughs> I mean, it is like i need the sun well, we get that we get that here but honestly vegas is pretty much blue skies I know, but almost I, all the time yeah we're not so it's so is this an adjustment for you this was great i went and walked my dog this morning and i was like in heaven i mean yeah. it was nice to let the sun really really hit my face because even when the sun does shine in seattle it's not as bright as it is here right right i mean it it illuminates the sky here and in seattle it's kind of sun but most of the time you have to really you're not going to even find a cloud. It's just blue, blue, yeah, blue everywhere you look. Morning, yeah, and the mountains were out, and it was just it's gorgeous. gorgeous. We got some snow way, yeah. way in the north there yeah. on the uh, Lee Canyon is where we do so the skiing pretty. and the tobogganing. Yeah. I think, I think we might take the kids up there this weekend. Oh, actually, how fun! Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to it. It's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Now, we've known each other. You've been modeling. About 12 years, you said. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm dating myself here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started when you were six, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. exactly when I started. <laughs> but uh, now we knew each other. We were both working in the fitness industry, oh, yeah. but we never really got together until, uh, what was it, 2017? We yeah, got, 2017. Got a Why yeah. did we wait so long? I don't know. I super stalked you for years. And then, I mean, I was a huge follower of, of Elaine. I, uh, and we had so many mutual so friends. So many mutual friends. Yeah. I mean... You had created an online um, hosting site previously with like yeah. Elaine, Monica, a bunch of the other guys. Right, right. I mean, I was on that like Donkey Kong. I mean, cause I was on that thing. What it was is stuff that didn't get published in all the magazines yeah, that I worked for. Right. And basically, I worked for all the top fitness magazines. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that didn't make the cut for the magazine because they're limited by pages. Right. I would do the stories and put them yeah, on the website. So, so it was cool. great. You know what the crazy part was? Is that website in its heyday at its peak yeah got over a million unique visitors a month i believe it you would be seen more there than in more countries in the world there than you would with i i think if you combined i won't say the names of the magazines if you combined four of the top magazines wow 
it still so wouldn't cool. equal what you yeah. would get off of that stupid well, I mean, website. I would go there almost every day. I mean, I learned so much from watching them, seeing them. I wanted to be like them. I mean, it was just so cool. We finally got together in June. Yeah. It was June, June of 2017. 2017. Yeah, you yeah. told me the date. Yeah. And then we left it alone again until last uh, year. Yep, February of 2019. And then twice in a year. And then now twice in a year. Yeah. yeah. I like this trend much better. Now, last, <laughs> yeah, this is much, much better. And of course, I think now, you know, yeah. we've cracked the code. We're going to work together a lot more. Yeah. You've got some great projects going on. I want to talk about those in a yeah, minute. Absolutely. I've got some stuff going. Model Body Magazine, the right. first issue is uh, supposed to be out. I'm yeah, late. It's so exciting though. <laughs> but we'll get that first one out yeah. and then we'll be on a regular schedule Our after that. Our first photo shoot together was so intense for me. Really? It was like, wow, I became a model. Like I had modeled for years, but I did it to so many people. I was like, wow, I became a model shooting with you. Let's talk about that because yeah. it, I, I have a philosophy. Uh, there's two things and, and there's mm -hmm. posing for a picture yep. and there's modeling. And right. the difference between the two is modeling is actually becoming a character mm -hmm. like an actress mm -hmm. and being an actress and playing a role, right. which is really modeling. And with that, you've got so much more latitude. You're Absolutely. so You can reinvent yourself infinitely. Yes, right. And, uh, and I think you get much much better more compelling pictures right. when you pose for a picture right uh, lots of times i think it objectifies the model because yeah, you don't right. see much personality no, or right. as much yeah. the expressions are all the same the poses are usually yeah. the same uh, and 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 unfortunately, I remember back in the magazine days, the shelf life of somebody like that right it was so limited, so limited. Right. And the girls that would brand themselves and put their personalities out there, yeah. being characters like and doing Jamie these, Eason and those they types just of had girls. brands that continue That's on even right. to this day. Many of them, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> we're we're going to talk. We're talking about them now today, still, yeah, right? exactly. Years so, later. So talk about that. What what that meant for you back in June of 2017? Well, what I mean, what was the difference? I had just done a modeling trip with a bunch of girls. I mean. And I had done plenty of those, you know, from time to time. And I mean, I was shooting with different photographers. I think at that point I had probably shot with at least 40, 50 photographers. Oh, gosh. I was on the cover of Oxygen magazine, cover mm -hmm. of Natural Muscle. And I mean, shooting with some of the best of the best, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But you were the first photographer I'd ever worked with that took me to the coffee shop and we sat down and we talked. <laughs> you know? We did too. We I did. remember that, yeah. And you expressed like what it meant to like get naked, not only like behind the camera, you know, in a physical sense, but in an internal sense. Right. And what that meant of like, you know, certain things about your personality, certain things that are important to me, how to express the character, you know, how to get kind of into the depths of myself and portray who I was, right? And I think that's a hard, it's always a hard thing to do that oh, be, yeah. because you have to be vulnerable and, and, and in this business. And I mean, I think, I think for almost any girl and yes. I, and I'm, because I work mostly with women, right. I think it's hard because I, from a small girl, you know, you, mm -hmm you disassociate from what's really going on in your life right. and you don't put it out there because you're so vulnerable That's right. and people will exploit you yeah, or right. and yeah. they use things against you. You know, right. if you say and something, it can get twisted and turned 50,000 directions and, that's the last thing and, you and, want and to then be a you part become of, right? this beautiful woman, mm -hmm. and then now uh, you know there's people that hate you just because you're beautiful. That's there's right, people that pursue right? you and want to yeah. possess you because you're right. beautiful. There's, right. So it's just like a, it's not an easy life, is no, it? No, not at all. And I was and, at this, and so to be vulnerable right. at that point, 
Yeah. You know, it's very counterintuitive yeah. and it's not comfortable, is no, it? No, it's not at all. Yeah. So it's how did really that day not. go for you in that respect? Well, I mean, I was in a relationship where I was a possession. I was a trophy. I was, you know, idolized because of my beauty, not of the certain characteristic traits that were important to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, man, it shook me like major. It was like, I'm going to have to digest this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to take me a minute. Cause you had and your go-tos, did. you had your go-tos. You've oh, got these yeah. amazing eyes. And of course that's always your go-to, right? right? And then yeah. I was challenging you. Okay. We're going to do something mm-hmm. else. Right. We're going to put that yes. aside. Now let's yep. do this. Right. And I know it was a stutter there. There it was, was. A, it was, it like, was hard. I didn't expect that. It was hard to break my habits because mm-hmm. like I said, I'd shot with so many different <clears throat> photographers. I had done this for such a long time. Uh, you create habits, you have your go-tos, you know your good sides, you know what poses look great, you know all of these things. And you were asking me and forcing me to kind of really <laughs> step out of my hard concrete glass box. Right. I mean, and it, it got you did shattered. It, it but did. You, did it. You, you helped me shatter the box. And it was, it was a very prophetic moment in my career. And it was life-changing. It was big time. And we talked after you went home and this, this process for you continued. I see processes. Yeah, yeah, Canadian, absolutely. But no, this yeah. process continued for you after you went home. Do you want to talk about that? I mean, sure. We can talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) As much as you feel comfortable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so what was that process for you? That, that process was me really taking a look at myself and why I loved modeling so much, because I mean, I really do love it. I mean, and I have loved it for a long time, but I had done it for such a long time. But again, it was the first time I had felt like I really became like, I was like, wow, you really became a model. And I mean, my ex was here during that experience and having to become so vulnerable and also deal with him in that situation was big time challenging too. And it just, see, I never saw any of that. It seemed like you guys were just a happy couple. Right. Well, I think I was very good at, you know, putting my best foot forward and I'm a very joyful, happy person. I mean, you stick me in the midst of mud, I'm going to be happy. And, you know, that's where I think it was hard for a lot of people to see just how unhappy I was you know, behind closed doors, how unhappy I was in my life, the challenges that I was having to deal with on a day-to-day, you know, basis of just the poking, the prodding, the really just destruction, right? And I felt like I was being destroyed internally. And so I had to step back and like really look at the choices that I was making in my life Mm -hmm. and really got to the, you know, source of like, you know, I'm not happy, and I wasn't happy, right? And the modeling trips and the, you know, facade and the, you know, glamour of everything wasn't making me internally happy at all. And so I wanted to forego all of that. And I learned through this process how to love, you know, the glamour, love the sight of it, love modeling everything, and just know that the one constant thing is me. Right. (laughs) But I'm the one who gets to make the choices. I am. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who gets to write my story. I'm the one that gets to project my goals. I'm the one that gets to, you know, be a part of all of this, and I get that choice. Now, when I spoke to you on the phone afterwards, and then you saw the pictures that we took from that shoot, uh, you you indicated you were still processing things. I was. This what? This was a, a significant amount of time that had oh, passed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, so, what 
what was it? Was it the being vulnerable? Was it was it just, being faced with a reality? Because that's the thing. You're a beautiful girl. Nobody yeah. nobody ever argues with that. They right. just yeah, let's just do this. And then when yeah. somebody tells you, hey, let's do this, let's do this. <laughs> did it? Because for a long time, I felt like, oh no, you know, I did yeah. something horribly no, you bad. Did something great. It yeah. was very monumental and awesome. I just saw myself in a different way. How so? Um, I think I saw like the actual like hurt and pain. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look back at the photos, it's like my face looks one way, my hair and my body look a different way, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw that through, I guess I saw, I was finally able to see through the photo. I saw myself for who and what I was. I saw myself for where I was at that point in my life. And I saw what I wanted to change and how I really wanted to, to be, what I really wanted to become how I really wanted to live. And I mean, like you said, this was a process and, um, you know, going on these trips and, you know, me getting these amazing experiences, I felt that he was still always the focal point, you mm -hmm. know, it's his needs, what he needed, what he wanted. And I mean, we'd get in fight about certain things. Like, I mean, hopefully this isn't too much information. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm preface with that, but I would, I would be, you know, hormonal going through my phases, getting ready to do big photo shoots mm -hmm. and we'd fight because I wouldn't have sex with him before my photo shoot. And it'd be like, really like one day, man, <laughs> like one day. And it's just like, that was the kind of, you know, environment that I was constantly in him, 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 him. And that's all fine and dandy, but I was foregoing so many needs and so many things in my life and not having somebody that was, you know, challenging me, helping me grow, being there to support me. I didn't feel any of those feelings. So you're on the other side of this now. You're divorced. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> what have you learned about yourself? Because ultimately, and, and pardon me for saying this, don't throw your coffee cup. No, not at all. Do I need yeah. to hold it? No, I think okay. we're good. I can, I can take a drink while you talk. You picked this guy. I did. You picked the life. <laughs> I did. And you agreed with it as you I went along, did. right? And that's the thing. That's the reality, right? Mm -hmm. And so as much as we want to point the finger at somebody oh, else, yeah, there's nobody to you're responsible me. too. That's Do you right. not agree? Oh, I'm 100% responsible. So how did, how did you get... And I'll tell you why, Steph. We're we're yeah, sitting there, and again, I've known you a long time. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And uh, and even the last time you came here, right. you know, this is on the heels of the breakup. Yes. You're kind of finding yourself. You're absolutely. all over the place. And, oh yeah, you know, like that. And it was like, <laughs> wow, okay. And then and then you show up today, and it's like yeah. I don't even know this girl. Like, I mean, this is good. Well, yeah. it's just you're just so peaceful I yeah. don't know if that, is that the That's, word that is a you're just word. so calm together mm -hmm. focused happy yeah. like truly happy truly not happy not, not noisy happy. happy right yeah. Yeah. yeah but actually truly happy yeah it's a it's a whole different experience oh good That's how did you get hear. here i had to go through all of that <laughs> <laughs> i did yeah and i mean i i've said it a lot i i definitely drank the kool-aid i actually guzzled it me mm -hmm. big time. And, um, you know, I, I made a choice, a very sudden quick choice. We had a very short engagement. I think we were engaged for, or we were dating for six months before we got married. And I fell in love with my dream. You know, I, I fell in love with what I thought that I wanted. And I mean, he very much sold that story. He very much, you know, made, 
like this. And is, you very much bought it. Oh, I very <clears throat> much bought it. Mm-hmm. I did. And um, and so when you get, I'm, I'm going to cut you off there. So when you yeah. get there and you realize mm-hmm. that yes, this other person was there and he mm-hmm. did whatever he did. Right. But I brought that into my life I and did. I allowed it. I did. What's the process to get where you are now? Because well, I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. If there's yeah. another model listening to this, Absolutely. if I've learned anything. That's right. We're here to help people. Yeah. Reality is, is about beautiful women is yes, this. Right. Beautiful women don't realize they're beautiful women. They're just mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the rest of the world mm-hmm. reacts to them and right. you have to respond in a way that right. keeps you safe, keeps yes. you protected, right. but also keeps you engaged because you want to have friends. Right. And it's a very, very challenging thing. And it I know, you know, there might not be anybody out here that has sympathy for somebody that's beautiful yeah right uh, but it's like being rich yeah well, my you great. maybe don't have sympathy for the guy that's rich but yes. but if you're a billionaire yeah it's a full-time job yes. to manage that money that's and protect right. that money and yep. you see what i mean yeah, I do. and so as a beautiful person you didn't choose this no. this is just the way god right. made you absolutely and then you come out but other people yes. isn't it hard isn't it true that it's hard for other people just to treat you normal. Well, my granny taught me at a very young age that no one was ever going to feel sorry for me. I mm-hmm. mean, I had tons of hormonal issues, battling eating issues. I had a severe pelvic injury at a young age. And I mean, she would tell me all the time, you're pretty. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You're pretty. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You're beautiful, Stephanie. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. This is your life. Your so how do you deal with life? I mean, just I think you stuff deal it all with down. It. Well, I don't think you stuff it all down. I think you kind of get to the root of who you are, what you are, what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy. A lot of trial and error, right? Mm-hmm. Going through hardships and saying, what did I learn from this? What did I take away from this? And I mean, I have been single this past year and that's been a beautiful process for me. And as we talked about earlier, I've learned and grown so much from that and not wanting to just jump and, you know, go to the next guy because that's not going to satisfy or qualm me in any way, shape or form. I've got to be who and what I need to be. So then I can be a better best partner for somebody Mm -hmm. else. And it's been taking this year to say, what is it that makes me happy? What is it that I really want to achieve and have in this life? What am I here to do? But that is also a big reason why I left my ex is because I wanted to help people And I didn't feel like I had the ability. So, I mean, we got married after six months of dating. It was about three to five months after we got married that I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Like literally, what did I do? Mm -hmm. We talked about a little bit too. I, I lost a major job. I, you know, went through a big transition there. And I said to myself, I'm gonna make the absolute most of this. And I did, I put all of my effort and energy into his business. And I say it's his business because it is his business. Mm -hmm. And while we were married, it was our business. And I very much looked at it that way as I was giving in to a greater purpose of our life together, building a life together, you know, wanting to set a great foundation for many years to come. But when I left, I not only left him, but I left our business and I left all of those relationships. I mean, I left a whole life that I had worked to create. Do you miss any of it now? Oh, I absolutely do. do yeah. I don't miss him, <laughs> but, but I miss that, that life that I wanted to create. Um, and now, I, but you learned how to recreate it. I absolutely now, better. And I, and I say this and I, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm needling you with these questions is mm-hmm. I look at what you're doing now Yeah. and in, it's not my place to judge, but oh, I look at it and I, yeah. I look at you from the outside and I, I see, right. okay, here's a, here's a, 
here's a container with a bunch of tools and abilities yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. there's do, you can spend it over here. You can right. spend it over here. And yeah. what you're doing right now is yeah, I packed my tools pretty phenomenal. Building. Like you're doing some pretty <laughs> great things. So, Thank so you. I mean that, that yeah. you, you learned a lot I did. in that other process, I but you're doing so something much. now that is just really, really cool. And so yeah. I, and let's talk about the, the peaches figure salon a yeah. little bit. Let's talk about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, most of your clients, mm-hmm. they bigger girls. I would say it's about half and half, you know? Why, I mean, why the, uh, again, I, I, yeah. I you just look no, at stereotypes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. They uh, thick. Most of the fit <laughs> girls, you know, you're an ex-competitor. Yeah. You know, most of them want to work with competitors yeah. or they want to work with other girls yeah. that are very fit that, mm-hmm. that you, you know what I mean? You want to look, yeah. uh, work with clients that are going to, that other people are going to notice mm-hmm. and say, Hey, they're working with Stephanie. I need to work with Stephanie yeah. because all the hot girls are working with Stephanie. Yeah, right. That's kind of the trend in the fitness industry. Yeah, right. Uh, you took a different path. I absolutely did. Why? Because I want to cater and appeal to all women. And I feel like all women have a beautiful place. And the women with certain goals are going to motivate other women with different goals who are going to motivate different women with different goals. But they all see that they can come together and work for one great common purpose. And they can love each other regardless of you know, outward or external, quote unquote, beauty or not. And that's what I love about my team is they're all so unique. They're all so different. I mean, some of them are competitors, but it's so cool to watch the girls who are competitors motivate the girls who will never once step on stage. But the girls who will never once step on stage have goals that are, I mean, just as quantifiable and important as the girls who are stepping on stage. Now, some of the girls that you work with, and I've met a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not just happy that their their bodies are changing, right? But their lives are changing. Absolutely, is that yeah. part of what you do? Absolutely, we work on the the whole women woman. I have eight pillars that we focus on, and I will tell you, with every single girl, we work on different elements and different things. I mean, some of them are very open and vulnerable to working on different elements of their life. Some of them take a little bit of time to identify that they want to work on certain parts of their life. But it's not just about. Fitness and my diet and being in shape because all of the other stuff is what creates the diet, the lifestyle, right. the getting in shape. And I mean, I've been there before. I mean, when my body looked the most banging, my whole life was falling apart right. and I wasn't happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so just because you have a beautiful banging body doesn't mean that you're happy in life. And our whole mission is to help women thrive. It means you have a beautiful banging body. That's, That's right. That's exactly what it yeah. means. But I'm here to help women thrive. And that means in all elements and all aspects, that doesn't just mean that they look good naked. That means that they're, they're thriving. They're happy. They're joyful. And you see that in my girls, you see that how they relate with each other. You see that how they relate with me. You see that how they relate in the world. They're very open and loving to other women. They're very, they're very open women, period. And if they're not open when they start on our team, that is a great evolution that occurs over time. Whether you're extroverted, whether you're introverted, whether you come from a you know, fluent family, whether you don't, whether you have a big boss lady job or whether you're still in school. I mean, they've all got different walks, different talks, different goals. And so you teach that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Now, 
And I mean, I have a master's in health behavior. That's where my passion lies. Okay. I mean, I got two masters. I said I did one for love. I did the other for money. And I did. That's <laughs> what how are your it two master's out. degrees in? Um, healthcare administration, yep. which I did for money for mm-hmm. a period of time, which was hard to being in fitness and on the cover of magazines working as a healthcare administrator. And then I have my master's in health behavior and public health. And I always said, like, I love the behavior aspects. I love what makes people do what they do. And I mean, I was raised in a funeral home, watching people die all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that That, I wanted- That's what your dad did. That's what my dad does, right? right? And my mom did too. I mean, she was a funeral director. They had a business together. Now my dad operates a funeral home with both of my little brothers. I mean, we are a family owned and operated business. But I knew that I wanted to help people live and help people have great joy and, you know, find- life worth living because it is mm-hmm. right and we're all going to end up we are we're all going to end up dead nobody's getting out of here alive right? no yeah, nobody's exactly. getting out of here alive at all yeah and that's a stark reality and it i think i think that's uh you know with my police background uh you know you you, you learn in a hurry how um, fragile life Absolutely. is and i think you learn to live Yes. Uh, and we had this conversation on the car on the way mm-hmm. over and you we told did. me that, you know, you, you learn the value of life right. and the value From of each day and every moment age. and you learn right. it. And so you just learn to get the most out of life Absolutely. and you truly, truly do that. You do. Do you think, uh, how much have, uh, and I think I know the answer to this. Yeah, it's an obvious right. answer, but I, right. I want you to go into more specifics maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the things that you've been through mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's a lot you've been through that we haven't talked about here yeah, today. Right. Uh, you're still very, very happy, still very yeah. upbeat, still very positive, yeah. always looking for the shiny side of the penny. You're the girl with the, the glass half full girl. <laughs> yeah. uh, always but, have been, always will But be. you certainly acknowledge the, the difficulties. You, yes. In our private conversations, you've yes. taken responsibility for, uh, it's like your marriage. You yeah, chose the guy. I did. You know, and, and you married my, the guy. You said yes. I chose to put yes. myself there. I yeah. chose to take myself out. You chose to stay there for right? a time. I did. Right. And, and so, uh, and, and knowing things were wrong. Yeah, bad. Right. Right. And, and then uh, the, the cool thing is that you learn from that. And, and rather than just pointing the finger at somebody else, right. if you point, you don't learn anything unless no. you point, would you agree? You Absolutely. don't learn anything unless you point the finger at yourself, no. take responsibility right. for your choices. Absolutely. That's the only way you're going to learn and grow. the only way. So how much of that is applicable to the women that you work with? A hundred percent, all of it. Really? And I do. I teach them to be responsible for their lives. And, you know, that they are their source, right? You call them on their crap? Absolutely, yes. Is that hard? No, I don't think it is. Well, I would say sometimes it is hard. I mean, tough love is is challenging, but, I mean, that's what I'm there to do. I mean, even from a young age, I was always told I was kind of a no-bullshit kind of person because, I mean, that was my life. That was my upbringing. It was just, you know, if the kettle's black, we call it black. Right. And I'm a very definitive kind of black and white type of person and I'm not here to ever cast judgment to make anybody feel you know negative well, you don't solve any anything way. by pretending it's not there well, pussyfooting around it right not at all mm-hmm. not one bit but um yeah I absolutely do help them to see their lives for what it is what they're working on what they want right I mean that's at the end of the day what is it that you want what is it that you're allowing what is it that you're bringing into your life mm-hmm. I mean your thoughts and your feelings they're going to manifest right they are and they do and I mean my thoughts and my feelings manifested 
I mean, I created a, a, I wanted to create a certain life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it turned into my most tragic nightmare, right? Right. Um, Did I call that into my life, into my existence? Yeah, I think I did. I do. And I, like we've talked about, I take responsibility for that. How do you feel about relationships now? Are you nervous? Um, I think that, I think that I approach each opportunity in a much different way because when I met my ex, I was all hail to the wind. I was just loving life. I was just free bird. I mean, and I wanted somebody to love and I wanted somebody to love me. Right. Well, now I just want to love myself. And I know I, it's like you, when you, when you know what you bring to the table, you're not afraid to eat alone. I don't want to eat alone. I want to have a host slew of people there with mm-hmm. me, but, um, that's how I approach it now is like, I know what I'm, I'm bringing. I know who and what I am. And if it's somebody that I want to sit down and eat with, I'm going to sit down and eat with them. Does, does helping others help you? Oh, tremendously. Yes, <clears throat> how absolutely. So? How so? Well, I mean, they give me great perspective and I mean, we talked about this in the car too. Life is very hard, right? Mm-hmm. Life is very challenging. And so they helped me know that, I mean, we, we, none of us are alone in this. We all have trials. We all have tribulations. They humble me. Some of the stuff that they're dealing with doesn't even hold a candle to the stuff that I've dealt with in life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the beauty of it is that we all have tough, challenging experiences. And it's not what happens to us. It's how we come out of the fire. I mean, it's... It's what happens as a result of walking through it. And that's that's the great thing that they teach so, me. So here's the burning question. <laughs> we haven't picked up a camera yet. We're, no. When we're done here, we're going to yeah. go try on outfits. Right. And then we're going to get to work. We're yeah. going to do a photo shoot. What can I expect from you today? Because this is a different uh, girl sitting in this chair. Ah, I, we're going to find out, aren't we? <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> I guess we are. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, Stephanie, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find out about Peaches Figure Salon? Well, so you can check out Peaches at peachesfiguresalon.com. We're on all social media at Peaches Figure Salon. And then you can also find me on Instagram, Real Stephanie Billings. I changed my name to Real because I felt like I left an old life for a beautiful real life to Very come. Cool. And so they can find me on Instagram there too. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, it's another episode of Model Body uh The Model Body Podcast, Model Body Magazine is coming out very soon. Model Body, M-O-D-L-B-O-D-Y dot com. Let's go. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode very soon.